There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Monday mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Mizzy Bender Show. Thank you so much for following me. I hope that you guys are doing super well today. Um, so what do we got on the schedule for today? Let's see. Um, I always love bringing different community member stories to the table. And uh, I've been following this one guy on social media for quite some time. And, uh, you know, he's just super charismatic, super funny. You know, I always enjoy his posts and whatnot. And I'm always tracking what he's doing. Well, I shouldn't say tracking, but, you know, I'm always watching what's going on. And I guess, like, in the world of social media, you have access to so many people, and they share so much of their lives on social media, as myself. Um, you kind of get to see the ins and outs of, you know, their world. And when people are genuinely being their their true selves, you really do get a sense to see, like, their personalities, you know, by the memes that they share, by their behaviors, just by the way that they interact with you, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, this one guy for the past couple of years has really made me chuckle I don't know what the actual post was last year but I had reached out to him and it was like on his post and I was like oh my god I'm like you have got to send me a list of all of your funny stories and uh, so he and I were chatting about that for a little while and as of recently, uh, we came across another post or whatever where he was telling a funny story, and uh, we agreed that he was going to send me his, his his funny story. And the reason why this one is so funny for me is because the the whole thing is is he decided that he was going to try and sleep with 100 women in one year. Well, that 100 women in one year was last year during you know the height of the pandemic of COVID. And so, like as I'm seeing some of these stories and whatnot. I'm like, this is fucking out of hand and out of control. So earlier this month in January, he sent me uh, this whole entire lineup of how this went. So I'm going to read this to you. So I just want to make sure that you guys all get your popcorn and listen to the silliness that's about to transpire and uh, my weird commentary that's about to begin. Uh, So he says, all right, so here you go. You wanted some stories, right? So at the end of November in 2019, I was seeing this girl and things went real bad. So I decided that in December, I was going to try for 100 women in one year. Uh, And he begins to say that December is never a good month because of the holidays, which is so true. Like who the fuck has time uh, to get together with anybody during the holiday season? I feel like when like Thanksgiving to maybe like a week after New Year's is difficult because you, you like are traveling and all sorts of stuff. I mean, maybe because the pandemic happened, it was different. But generally speaking, that's that is never a point in time that I would want to try and make plans with anybody. I find it to be super challenging. Whatever, crazy tangent. In any event, so he says that in even in all of those challenges, that he managed to sleep with six women. 
And one of those women uh, was an owner at a swing club in Nashville. They had a stocking stuffer contest the December 2nd weekend. And uh, he's pretty sure that I can guess what that entailed. Well, I mean, okay. I guess I did, now that you're mapping that out, the stocking stuffer clearly is your man-man there. Um, so he says, I inquire, inquired about the contest when I got there, and the woman said that they were postponing it because some of the guys backed out. And I said, that's too bad because I'm from Knoxville and I'm a stripper. Well, ding, 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 ding. I mean, fucking if anybody's going to win this stocking stuffer contest, I would hope that it's you. I mean, you know how to shake the man goods more than fucking anybody, I would say, right? You're trained to do that shit. Um, Uh, So, yeah, good for you for fucking calling that out. Uh, And actually, he says, yeah, that caught her attention. Uh, So she decided to put it on and had the DJ make announcements about it. Now, the first place was $150 in cash, which enticed 14 other men to try. Now, guys, my question to you is... uh, do, do you need drinks uh, to do this competition? Or are you just volunteering to do it? Is the $150 enough money for you to go and shake your manhood up there and see who's winning this stocking stuffer? I don't know. I actually feel like I'm going to put this in my group as, as a question because I'm kind of curious. I think that would be funny. Uh, so anyway, so these 14 men, uh, decided that they were going to try it. Uh, so they set up a bunch of chairs on the floor for the women to sit and judge us and the guys stripped. When I dropped my pants, the announcer yells out, we've got a big one. I won. I won. About an hour later, the head of security hunted me down. We talked for a few and, uh, he says his wife was the owner and wanted me to play with her. Now, could you imagine that? Well, good for you, walking into this club, putting on this fancy little performance, and then you get this proposition to bang, you know, the owner. Why not? Go for it, right? So he says, though, he got cock-blocked 10 minutes into it by a rather late couple wanting a tour. And that's understandable, right? I mean, like, you're still in business. And I should um, I should call this out, like, while, we're to- <laughs> while he's saying this. This is, like, one of the exact reasons why Spencer and I don't play at our events for that very reason, right? Right there because you never know when business is going to call and it makes it for a very disruptive uh, play session. Nobody really gets to have an enjoyable time because if it gets cut short, well, then that's annoying, right? And then you don't, as a business person, really want to be too far away from what you really need to accomplish for the night and you you want to be make sure you want to make sure you're available so i could totally see that uh but he ends up saying that he still made her squirt so i don't know really how that happened i really should have asked further but whatever so this is this guy's idea for the December and <laughs> the month of December. He conquered six of the ladies. Now, I guess technically speaking, that would mean December to December was the actual uh, time frame of this goal of his, because I was actually thinking January to December, just like a regular cal- calendar year. Whatever. Um, so, anyways, he says that January was a bit of a better, a bit of a better uh, month. That he had twelve women that month. Ten were on play dates. Two came in what was supposed to be a birthday gang bang, but as it turns out, this one man train was the only train the birthday girl needed, as none of the other guys showed up. Oh my god! Now, could you imagine you being the only guy uh, when you're supposed to be banging out this girl, and all of a sudden it's just down to you? I mean, that's not terrible either. That'd be a pleasant surprise I feel like I'd be like oh my god (laughs) yes um so he says I went at it with her for a solid two and a half hours she had a hard time handling me her friend was like I've seen you take a bigger guy easier than that and she said then you don't understand just how hard this guy is fucking me with what he's got 
I made her more of a mess than she had ever made before. And after that, I stretched a friend out for a few. Mm, Well, that's not bad either. You get the birthday girl, you get the friends. Pleasant surprise overall. So to backtrack, December there were six girls. In January, there were 12 12 women. Now, you know, only two months in, six and 12. I mean, that's a lot of fucking women, I think. I can't even find one. Spencer, I mean, he looks, sometimes he occasionally finds uh, some ladies, but then he and I or don't agree or like the chemistry just doesn't work out or just something happens where it doesn't really, you know, proceed to go any further. I can't imagine finding that fucking many. <laughs> Bravo to you. Uh, so February comes and he says that February was the record month of 26 girls in 29 days. Your dick must have been raw. I'm sorry. You can't fuck that much and your dick not be raw. I know. I I mean, Spencer and I can fuck for hours like hardcore. And like sometimes he's like all, you know, a little bit sensitive or whatever. How does your dick operate after that much fucking? I don't know. Somebody tell me, please. Okay. So in how he accomplished the 26 girls that he went to four parties that month, uh, he got into a weekend long cabin party over Valentine's Day weekend for free thanks to his status with a rather prominent unicorn that is in the L.S., Wow, that's actually really amazing. Uh, Valentine's Day weekend being presented uh, with this log cabin party. That probably was fantastic. Uh, I was actually just looking in, um, you know, I was in another group and uh, somebody had posted um, a, a, a venue that they're going to. And it looked very log cabin like and it was simply gorgeous. It reminds me so much of when we went to Tennessee for New Year's. Um, I just love that feel. So I would probably have been like head over heels with this cabin Valentine's Day weekend or whatever. So with that, um, he had five women uh, that weekend, which I mean, having that, you know, having a weekend presented to you like that definitely gives you much more of an opportunity to interact with people. Because even if, you know, like, for example, like for my own self, like even if we go to, um, you know, an event or whatever and I hit it off with somebody, maybe I might play with them. I don't really know. I'm not entirely sure. I do know, though, if we go to a weekend event and I meet them on, let's say, Friday night and, you know, by the time Saturday comes and we've hung out a whole bunch, I've had the opportunity to kind of understand uh, your mentality and get a feel for who you are, et cetera, et cetera. So I would be more inclined to play with you on that second night of a takeover because I'm so much more comfortable being in your space and I've had some time. Uh, Now, one day, 10 days, however many days I feel comfortable, it doesn't really matter, but that would be um, where my mindset would be. So yeah, I would say being able to play with that many people through a weekend would be very, very high odds for me. That would be wonderful. Um, Okay. So going through the month of February, he had a ton of play dates. He was thinking getting to 20 would be impressive. Then the weekend of the 28th and 29th hit that Friday night. I went to a gay bar in Knoxville. As soon as I walked through the door, some guy runs up to me and says, holy shit, are you so-and-so? Rather, and uh, I don't want to say his name because I don't want to breach his confidentiality, but uh, rather precariously, I looked at him and said, yes, how did you know? And he said, "Uh, my friend that works at uh, one of the local hospitals has shown everyone your pictures. I got to take a picture with you and send it to her. (laughs) Then the night progressed. uh, Two bisexual women approached uh, his girl. I believe actually it's his wife. Uh, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Approached his wife and himself. 
Uh, and they talked for a bit. A little while into it, uh, his wife had to go help a friend out in a nearby town and uh, had left them, left him with the two women. Uh, so they played around for a bit, but that put his monthly count at 20 going into the compound party Saturday night. So that means on Friday night of that weekend, he had banged two women. Now, the next night, he's going to another party. Now, I don't even think that I've gone to that many events in a weekend unless it was like a weekend event that we had to go to. So bravo for to you for having, uh, you know, so much spunk in you to be able to just fucking party like that. Um, so he wasn't having any expectations, though. He figured that he'd get one or two, maybe. So he got his first one next to the dance floor. The woman was operating an electric PlayStation, touching people people erotically with a slight shock. Oh my gosh, that sounds kind of amazing. We all know that I love electroshock. And I just have to say, the way that this guy is writing out like his story, it just like it's, it seems so impersonal where he's just like, I got my next one and for the next piece. <laughs> I mean, I kind of think it's funny. It's kind of not, but it kind of is. When you're thinking about the story and you're like mapping out how he got 100 women, I mean, this is the only way it could be told, but I find it to be fucking hilarious. So anyways, um, during an intermission of this like allegedly shock play stuff, um, he went over and he talked to her for a minute and he felt a good vibe. And so he made out with her, saw how excited she got when I ran my crotch down her leg as we were kissing. Now, let me tell you something. As a gentleman who is a stripper, he clearly knows how to like work a woman's body, right? How to be sensual, how to come up on you and, and give you that like tingling sensation, right? So I would imagine when he he feels that that tingling warmth back from that woman he's doing his job i'm sure that excites him so very much right because that's some of what goes on in our job positions like i would be lying if i said like when i posted something on my only fans page uh you know some of the remarks and feedback that i get that it didn't make my heart tingle right because it's like all right you know like i know that i just did something that really made these people happy and in turn that makes me happy so i think that that's a similar mindset i'm not sure but when he saw how excited she got, um, he then took his pants off and was right on the pool table. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this guy's doing. Then later on, uh, everyone went to the hotel for the real fun. He ended up in the room with four couples and a unicorn. 30 minutes later of talking and awkwardness later, I decided to get the party started. Took my pants off and was hard as a rock. Now again, in these situations, you know, he's a performer. You know, he has this ability to kind of, you know, break the ice and do these things. Like, I'm a huge fan of that. I know sometimes when you're in a room, it could be super awkward, not just in the lifestyle, in any kind of situation in general. So I always like to try and do something um, that's going to break the ice, right? I mean, nobody wants to do it. It's an uncomfortable thing, but you've got to, right? So bravo to him. I mean, taking your pants off is going to get anybody's attention anywhere you are, you know, such as on the pool table, uh, now back in this room. I don't think it really matters where, uh, you know, when that's happening, everybody's sure to be like, okay, what's happening here, right? And so... He, he continues to say, uh, I looked at one woman and said, you lay down there on your back. And without hesitation, she said, okay, let's go. Everyone inside and outside the room watched. I then did the exact same with three of the four other women. The fourth one admitted she wouldn't be able to handle what I was doing. After that, 
his wife and I hung out with another couple and had been wanting us uh, for over a year. Oh, well, that's kind of lovely that you're able to have that foursome, you know, with your partner, with somebody that, you know, has been kind of kind of tackling you guys over a year's period of time. I mean, that's pretty fantastic. Um, so he says, I took the woman back to her room. Things went south. She was a bit too drunk and acting weird. Oh, well, forget my previous commentary then. <laughs> I guess a different notation then would be for me, ladies. <laughs> this is the perfect example why you don't drink too much because sometimes it could get super weird and awkward and, you know, when you can't really... I don't know what the acting weird was, but like, you know, when you can't formally consent to what's going on or you're not in like a super coherent thing, that's a super turn off. Like, don't, 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 don't do that. Make sure you're drinking water in between all of those drinks that you're having and don't put yourself in this uh, strange, precarious situation that it seems like he's in right now. Uh, so at that moment, he did think that the best thing to do was take a rain check. So, well, that's unfortunate, uh, that that didn't work out on any, any level, but, uh, on the way back to her, uh, man, uh, wait, on the way back to her man and his wife, I noticed a door to a room wide open. I look inside and I see a train going on. The guys invited me in to come destroy the women, which I very happily did. Let's just say I left my mark deep inside her. Uh, this is so insane. I mean, it seems like he's super bold to be able and super confident nonetheless, right? To just like not have any hesitation to just jump into like all of these uh, scenarios. Like I would be so scared or not scared, but like, I definitely would be like not my my most open self. I don't I don't have that much confidence. I fucking for sure don't. I not at all. Okay, so come March. Uh, March, he had 12 women in the first 18 days. Again, was your fucking penis raw? They've got to. Uh, it's got to be. I definitely need to bring this up. Okay, two of those women, by coincidence, coincidence have, happened to be best friends, and I had them two days apart. The first one came on a Saturday night, had only been talking to her and her man for a few days. We had a couple's date to the bar, then went back to our place afterwards for a full swap. The guy at some point at our house dropped his ring and lost it, decided to come back Monday to get it. The timing couldn't have been any funnier that day. He came over at 3.15 to look, at, look for it found it at around 3.25 p.m. Then my 3.30 p.m. play date shows up just two minutes after he left while his wife was waiting in the car. I had been talking to this girl for about two years and the timing finally worked out. When the girl showed up, she said, my best friend lives right down the road. I thought to myself, holy shit, she can't be talking about the girl I just had. <laughs> yep, they were best friends. Another one of the 12 I had, she works at the local swinger club. She asked the owner about me. To describe me, he slammed his elbow into the table with his fist pointing toward the air. That really excited her. Our first time together was as a threesome with her and her man. He wanted me to teach him some of my techniques as a dom, so I happily obliged. Now, I just want to go back uh, to a few things uh, in this story. First off, his 3.30 appointment for a play date, I think, is fucking fantastic. Uh, I would love an afternoon play date. I find I'm at my 
best sexually charged self like rip roaring at some point in the morning um not really you know sometime between like 11 and like five or something like that I think are my best hours but could you imagine that you know you're talking to somebody for two years I don't really know unless like I am super hot on somebody that I'm talking to anybody for two years like I don't have time for that kind of conversation and I don't mean to be rude in any kind of way it's just like I generally can tell like when a when a group conversation starts, whether or not there's going to be chemistry or there's a connection or something, if I don't get that after a certain period of time, I'm done with it. And I just, and and that's just how I am because I don't feel the need to continue. And I generally make that decision relatively within the first 24 hours, uh, you know, based upon some questions that I ask you, how you answer it, kind of those kinds of things. Um, so after two years, I mean, good for you, but Jesus, how could that be fucking so, I mean, could you imagine it being best friends fucking weird um and so after uh after that was march 18th i decided to take a break until june which i guess makes sense because that's kind of when the pandemic really was actually happening uh so that short time period uh, i could totally see uh nothing going on because i think that we were all mandated to our homes at that point um and so he says his wife had just started a travel contract at johns hopkins um, on, and everything was shut down and I was burned out on dealing with too many women wanting repeat, repeat performances. So I only had one new woman, um, in April and I say to him, Oh no, he says I only had one new woman each in April and in May. So even though he was on a break, he still did sleep with people. Um, and I can see the different change in travel life and all that kind of stuff, it being hectic. Um, but he does begin to say that in June, it was a bit of a, a rough uh, restart. He only had seven new women that month. Oh my God, only seven new new. I mean, that is one new woman a week plus 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 your wife so that's still a lot i could totally understand being burned out by repeat performances and stuff like that holy moly um so he says everyone was still really freaked out with social distancing and the only events that he attended was a club wednesday night in dc that wasn't really my thing and it ended at a house party that turned out to be a complete flop full of not people that were i guess similar to his personalities and stuff um four of the women he still talks to though from that evening so it wasn't total flop and at this point in time he was questioning if he was going to get to a hundred and uh, i guess at that point in time you know that's six months right so at six months you haven't hit that many people yet and so i would see where the questioning would be so you have another six months to hit your goal but he begins to say and then july hit in july 11th a day that will forever in many minds in the state of pennsylvania will go down in in infamy earlier in the week i had been eyeing a group uh, but then was rejected because they were only taking new members by referral of which i had none in the area so i searched some more on sls and i found a place in gettysburg called uh the cottage the cottage is a quaint little area with quiet and very respectful neighbors it looks like a farmhouse to a degree. The theme for the night was leather and lace. 
As soon as I walked through the door, I see a huge crowd of bikers and looked over to my wife and said, holy hell, this is perfect. I'm at home. It's on. As they were giving us a tour of the place, the last thing they showed us was the DJ. On the DJ booth, there was a sign referencing birthday party dances. I say to the guy, hey, I'm a stripper. If you have a birthday girl tonight, let me know. He points over to the bar to a brunette BBW, said it was her birthday and directed me to the security to set it up. The security guy then had me talk to one of the club hosts about many props I may need. This host was an old guy with a backpack. I'm thinking to myself, what can he possibly have? He had a backpack full of thongs. The running joke since then was how much I stretched out this pink thong. (laughs) I could see that being funny. Uh, I didn't have any of the costumes with me, so I wore my jeans and decided to strip to shake it for me by shake it for me uh wait no no i'm gonna start that over i'm sorry you guys so i wore my jeans and decided to strip to shake it for me girl by luke bryan after that my wife was picked up to call out the winning numbers to a raffle while being naked then afterwards i went downstairs to the hot tub where all the fun began i'm hanging out by myself with three couples in the hot tub this is where i met what I've dubbed as my wing couple. They have this innate ability with their energy to entice people into opening up more than they would otherwise. As we all were talking, a woman was being fucked on the bed nearby. One of the guy goes to watch, so I follow suit. The guy said to me, hey, you should join in. So I asked her man if it was okay. He said, I think she's done for now. At which point she then sits up, sees me and says, oh, hell no, I'm not done yet. After that, I go back to the hot tub and those three couples are ready to go upstairs. As soon as they got out, another couple came downstairs. The woman saw me and said, you are mine. My wing couple then looked at me and said, come meet us in the big playroom when you're all done with her. After her, I make my way up two flights of stairs to the playroom. The wing couple and I have long since become good friends. The guy loves watching me fuck his woman and others. In that playroom, I had four women, two of which I made a hell of a mess with. One of the women had a man she dubbed King Kong, but then couldn't handle how deep I was going. That was fun. Then afterwards, I went back on the couch. I went back to the main floor and had number seven on the couch, number eight against the pole, and then number nine. Though I didn't penetrate her, I'm counting it for rather obvious reasons. I was summoned by three others to seduce her. She was the woman that owned the club, and she was 84 years old. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> That's a 48-year age difference if you are counting. I pulled some Coyote Ugly shit and danced for her on the bar. She requested to perform fellatio on me, so I obliged. Then I I ended the night with one more back downstairs on the same bed. I had number one. <laughs> Ten women, four and a half hours. The rest of that month was fairly mundane. Had seven others on play dates for a total of 17. Now I'm realizing that I'm going to hit 100. It wasn't a matter of if, but a matter of when. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine? I I can't. I don't even know. It's no discrimination, but that is a big age difference. I'm not even sure what to say to that. The other thing I will say is the month of July last year was absolutely glorious. The weather was beautiful. I think that people were so ready to like come out of their shells from, you know, being quarantined and stuff like that. Uh, so I do think that people were on so much 
of a higher energy and just like I think that it was a real I July was one of my favorite months I have to say um so he begins then he goes on to August 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 several play dates and a successful trip to TJ's in Harrisburg with my wing couple which culminated in a wild time with one of the bartenders and one last trip to the cottage before departing the area and heading to Georgia for our next contract At this point, I'm at 10 for the month, putting my total at 92, going into the final weekend of the month. My wife, my wife had to work that weekend and there was a huge pool party in Charlotte. So she let me go by myself to a party for the first time ever. Now, could you imagine that you hear all of these stories that he's, he's mapping out for you? Could you imagine number one? I mean, what an amazing relationship, right? For that to be, you know, how things flow and whatever. Uh, but also, you know, with so much sexual activity, with all of these goals that he has in hand, and then also, you know, going to this event for the first time by himself like that's pretty spectacular uh so he says that that day was august 29th is another day that shall always be an infamous day to many in the area going into it i didn't realize they had super strict restrictions on single guys so i didn't think i'd be able to make it at first the day before the party a friend of mine on facebook got her friend to register for the party with me disaster averted and i i have i'm going to take a second i have heard that a lot where the single guys will find a single woman and they'll go as a couple uh, to an event, uh, you know, number one, cost efficient and, you know, just to ensure uh, that there's partners and couples, et cetera, et cetera, and that they can go to the event. Not unheard of. Um, and so he says, I roll in at 3.30 as they were doing a booty shaking contest at the pool. I was totally out of my comfort zone being at a party with nobody I had ever met before. Met the two girls from Facebook and went back to the room with one of them. Fucked her before going to the pool to meet up with her crowd. Then, a little while later, I went back with the other girl and played with her, the first one together. Played her and the first one together. Then, we all came back around 5 and got into the pool. I played around with two girls in the pool by 6 p.m. At this point, I'm already at 4 on the count, putting my total up to 96. I was perfectly happy with that count, but more was still to come. <laughs> we then go back. Uh, we then go room hopping. This is where I picked up the nickname Magic Fingers for my rapid figure game. Finger game. Going back to the first girl, she said she had never had a man drain her before. I made it happen not once, not twice, but four times that night. Made the host of one of the sh- uh, one of the shot room girls uh, squirt all over her stockings while standing upright. Had a group snack at 10 p.m. when we went to the playroom. Put on one hell of a show for a group of black guys with three women. Those three women, including what I did with the host of the shot room, put me at eight for the night. And nearly my total at 100 at that moment hit 100 in exactly 252 days while in a pandemic and taking a 2.5 month break. I reached my goal of having 100 new women. Now... I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I mean, it reminds me of 27 dresses, I guess. I, maybe that's why I find this to be so funny. Maybe I'm really proud of his accomplishment that he hit his goal. I don't know how the fuck you find that many people. Well, I mean, clearly he mapped it out for us, but my goodness, man, fucking, you got a strong game. And we haven't even finished the year off yet. <laughs> Just- 
Okay, so September comes a few days later, and I decide to slow it down a bit. He only had eight new women that month. Two of those eight came on a group play date in uh, a such-and-such town with a woman I went to high school with. Back in February, I stripped for a pure romance party that transitioned to a small house party. Of the three women I had at that party, coincidentally, ran into one of them again at a gay strip club in that town that night. Ran into another woman at the club that I knew, uh, and I... Wait, hold on. Ran into another woman at that club that knew me that I didn't know. I swear, I can't go anywhere without someone knowing me anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, hello. I mean, do you see how much you travel? Do you see how many women you bang? How many people you interact with? That's a fucking lot of people. Of course people are going to know who you are. Um, so October rolls around and things picked up again. He had a... He had 13 women that month, five of which came from a club in Fort Lauderdale. By far one of the nicest facilities he's been to. Well worth the cost of admission. November, the grand finale. I'm at 121 new women, plus four I've had from previous years, including his wife, for a total of 125 women. It started off wild as hell. Went to a party at a hotel in Georgia. It started off in a local bar, and of course, I'm the only guy running around the bar shirtless while all the women are whipping out their tits. Got back to the hotel around midnight and started playing with a woman in the hallway. Cops raided the hotel after Karen, working at the front desk, made a bogus call. The girl I was playing with was arrested, but I wasn't. I thought I would be completely ruined that night, but it didn't. The party host was hell-bent on continuing and had things straightened out by 2.30 a.m. I went to the playroom at 4 a.m. and I had four women. Then I was invited to join a cuckold couple in a private room afterwards, putting my total at 6 for the night. November 24th, we attended a house party in Tennessee, being hosted by a group uh, from New Orleans. And I'll never forget stripping for them. Then having five women over the course of three hours, then eating jambalaya and crack bread with them at 3 a.m. You know what? Those are like the most memorable moments, right? Those like pure innocence, like when you get to step into a culture and like absorb something that they do, like those are just like wonderful, wonderful memories. And to put it in this wacky story is pretty fucking fantastic also. Uh, so he said November 28th was a rather nice surprise to end the year-long ordeal. I had been talking to this girl on Facebook about fucking. She said she was going to a local house party, and I had been meaning to I had been meaning to go to a party at this location for quite some time, and was well rewarded in doing so. Many of my longtime lifestyle friends happened to be there. One girl that was part of a triad I had been eyeing for over two years was there. Of the three women I had that night, she was the last. The previous weekend, she learned that she could squirt if she relaxed enough. She relaxed then because the guy she wanted turned out to be a huge disappointment. Rather ironic. I then made her squirt so hard with my finger game that she made me actually, she made an actual puddle on the bed before she got up. Her dom was in complete awe of the moment. The final act put uh, 20 new women in November and 141 new women overall for the 12 month period and including the others I had previously that's 145 in a single calendar year considering how many times I had my wife last year and many of those 141 I had multiple times I'd say I had sex roughly 400 to 450 times in that year 
<laughs> Jesus gosh. I don't think that I could accomplish that much sex in a year. I think if I fuck Spencer that much and other people, he would be beyond overjoyed. I don't even know what to say. What I will say is, you know, I thought that this was funny, right? I thought it was funny because I think he's super charismatic. And if you know his personality, you know, you can, you can hear the enjoyment and, and the actual happiness that he got out of like this actual journey of his. And I think that that's pretty fantastic because it shows that he's super versatile. It shows that he's adaptable to any situation. It seems like he's extremely open-minded to anything that might go his way. Could you imagine the qualities of this person here? He must feel so very open-minded and so free in so many ways. Now I've never formally met him and I do hope that I have the opportunity to meet him in the future. But I just thought that these were all the wonderful qualities and why I thought that this funny, crazy story was what should be brought to the table for you today. Um, so I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, don't judge his 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 wants to uh, fuck over a hundred and something people in a year or whatever, you know, to each their own. We all support everything that each other's do. Um, and with that being said, I will say, if you want to try and attend events with uh, my mentor parties or us and see what the lifestyle is all about, you know, continue to follow the podcast and sign up for mindbenderparties.com and stay in tune to when we are hosting events and when we're traveling because we would love to meet everybody that we interact with. Now, if you have a funny story that you want me to share on the World Wide Web, send me an email at mizzybender at outlook.com. Until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you so soon.